Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to The Scoop. This is Winfred Burns and I'm glad you are here. We've got a great show tonight. We're going to get it in and I am excited. I hope you are here. I hope you are ready. I hope you are ready for some good discussion tonight. So do me a favor if you are listening to us online, jump on your social media account and let people know that The Scoop is on. If you are listening by phone, jump on Instagram and let them know, hey, guess what? Tune in to The Scoop. We're going to have some fun. But before we do that, y'all know how we do it. Squad up. Squad up. Squad up. Hey, hey, we're in this thing. 
on this yeah. fine Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am, I am not well. I'm, I'm not even. Why aren't I you well? Even, what is you saying? What? Why aren't you well? I'm hyperventilating, looking at these electoral votes coming in right now. My eyes. Oh, this is so. Are anything you My chest right is hurting. Now? I feel like I'm finna fall out. This is not a good moment uh-huh. in my life. No, this, is, this is all this is all normal so far. There's nothing that's happening. I yet know. That, that, so we okay. I remember. Okay. I remember. Okay. I'm just trying to keep my mule together because my mule is being. I feel like I'm watching the fourth quarter and we're about to go into overtime. I just, it's just bad. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, oh, yeah. God. Yeah, I hear you. So as of as of right now, so as of right now, the race to two seventy looks like uh, Trump eighty was it eighty four? Hold on. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Trump was no Trump was eighty four and Clinton with ninety seven. He got a hundred and twenty three. Trump okay. has a hundred and twenty three. Texas has come in. Okay. New York has come in. Also Texas in. And North. De- yeah, we got New York. Yes. And, and North Dakota came in, so he's at 123, and she's at 97. Yeah, well, you got to remember, most of hers are going to come from. So she's going to take a huge jump uh, when California, Oregon, Washington come in. So she'll get those. Um, he'll get Texas, Arkansas. Oh, he got it. Iowa. Um. Virginia's going to be close. North Carolina's going to be close. Um, Georgia will be blue. No, Georgia might go red, actually. Sorry. The question that we got to wait to see is what happens in Florida, what happens in Pennsylvania, and what happens in Ohio. If if she gets those three, she's game over. Mm. Game over. Well, well, I can be happy about the Senate race. California. Why is that? The, the Senate race is looking good. Uh, we have 42 Democrats, 40 Republicans right now. I, I mean, we're just partying. Mm-hmm. Um, the House, we got 90 Republicans, 61 Democrats, but it's 218 yeah, to win the majority. Yeah, so yeah, that's going to be kind of rough. They're going to win the House. They're going to win the House. I hope not, but I, 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 I yeah. just can't nah, keep win. looking at this orange person on my screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're going to win the house. They're going to win. They're going. I can tell you now. They're going to win the house. Democrats are going to win the Senate. Um, and then she's going to win. She's going to win. I just can't believe this. It's really oh, about I can't Ohio. Believe it. I mean, Ohio because Pennsylvania will go Democrat. Ohio and Florida are the two that you, that we got to see. So anyway, yeah, interesting, man. This is interesting, though, ain't it? Yeah, because of what you what what you think, Kevin? Man, what started off as a bad <laughs> joke is turning out to be a, a horrible reality. Like, man, bro, I'm watching American like, Horror Story play like out. A brand new for real fact, like. Florida is the biggest state now by population. If he wins Florida, there's a problem. He's not going to. No, but the electoral votes is right. You're talking about the ones that are left or in the country? I'm talking about a state. That's the biggest state now. Like, as of people okay. in it, vote counted, Florida is the one. That's where a lot well, of California is still the most within Florida. Right now, mm-hmm. it's left is still it's California. 
California still has 50, I want to say 53 electoral um, college votes. And then the so, other thing is, hey, hello, good evening, everybody. How y'all doing? And then, like, but like for real though, um, he uh, he was gonna win every place that is like got farms. If 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 your state is has anything like if anybody thinks farm when they think your state. Don't be shocked that Trump picked that. I mean, like, come on. That's yeah. not shocking. Yeah. Like, people acting like they're yeah. shocked. Trump picked those. I mean, Oklahoma picked Trump. Duh. Texas going to do it, too. Yeah. So don't be highly shocked when it happens. Like, yeah. Yeah. duh. Anybody yeah. where you're going to see cows, <laughs> horses, chickens, and stuff like that, and that's normal, he's Trump. All that's Trump. So Unfortunately, I'm hoping the best yeah. for the old girl, but um, uh, she's gonna win. Hey, I watch Miami Let's football watch. in the Bears, and it's starting to look like football. That's, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. It's starting to look like football. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say it's basketball season again. Like I can't watch this. Bad on the block. Yeah, Q, how you feeling about all this so far? It's interesting to watch. I can't say that I'm allowing myself to get really surprised by a whole lot right now because it is kind of early, um, and we are still, you know, it's still early. This could go back and forth all night just for the sheer drama of it all. Um, we watch so much CNN here at our house at this point. It's like all of it has been on a constant loop for the past week or so. So at this point, I'm just waiting for it to be over. I just want everything to finally update. <laughs> at this point, I don't think I'm really registering much of any of the numbers until we get a little closer because it is so back and forth. Um, the ones that they've called, I'm not super, super shocked by just yeah. yet as far as um, the states are concerned or the ones we either knew about or had a really, really strong um, idea that that's the direction they were going in the first place. Um, I, I agree that Florida is, is – super important, but I also see the value in California. I just think that they've kind of written California off as the, the hippie state a long time ago, so they don't really get very excited about it. They just kind of assume that that's what it is. So Florida is the one that still gives them a lot of the sensation that the headlines need, so that's why Florida gets so much of the of the press. You know, while they're, they are important, I don't think that they um, – have nearly as much riding on it per se as, as everyone. It's not the end all and be all, but it is very, very uh, sensational as far as what we're we're looking at. So, I mean, when we get off the air is when I'm really going to start seeing where we we kind of fall. It's this is all very, very, very interesting though. <laughs> Just seeing how people mm-hmm. react, seeing um, the coverage of it, seeing the sheer shock of people in general, um, especially mm-hmm. those who we've seen talk about this for months and months and months and we thought had a good handle on it and to see the, the breakdown happening is interesting. Because um, mm-hmm. I am, you know, I don't like well, no, Not necessarily I'm just, you, I'm just saying. <laughs> we're, we're to be expected. Now, there are people that we've been watching who have had a understanding of what was going, you know, our supposed experts and, you know, analysts and things like that, these last few days and when people have started to vote, you've started to see a lot of that um, conversation either retract, you know, where people are kind of pulling their cards a little back, you know, pulling them back a little bit more and watching and like, okay, wait, let me not talk too fast, you know. And then to see the numbers start to come in and they're just, everyone's just kind of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Well, I don't want to say just yet. You know, there's not really all the speech that we had prior. Now people are really kind of waiting and, and watching and, and looking because it, in the final hour, we know that all of this was speculation up until when those votes really get to come in. So mm-hmm. it's just it's funny now to say, where was all that? You were talking real big before that. And now look at us. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. been waiting on it. So it, that's yeah. the kind of thing that's getting, that's kind of interesting to me. I think that was, like I said, I think a lot of it was hard is, is that, is, is like you said, because we don't really know the intricacies of it. Like when you look at, for example, I'm looking at Ohio numbers. Um, I'm just looking at it on, on, on the website. You look at Ohio numbers and it's showing, you know, Trump is ahead. But just by looking at this, like unless you know Ohio, you don't really know which counties are in. And so because you don't know which counties are in, you don't really know, you know, that Trump being up by seven points, if that's a good mm-hmm. thing or a bad thing. You right. know, so because I've lived in Ohio, I understand a little bit a certain, a certain, you know, nuances about those particular counties there that I know that, you know, if you live in, you know, for example, Butler County, then that's a huge area for Ohio. If you live in, you know, certain counties around Cleveland, around the Cleveland, uh, around Cleveland, those are huge areas. But if you don't live there, you don't really know. You just see 46% with 46% of the vote in, he's up by seven. And it's like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. But where does that, for, of that 46%, where is that coming from? What makeup of the population is that? So it's kind mm-hmm. of a – Because often the largest count counties America. that come in later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, they have the count where they count. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's cool. It's – um. This is going to be interesting. Like you said, this is going to be a long night. And I actually thought that this was going to go into, into tomorrow, um, which I'm not going to stay up for because whoever wins, you know, it's just whoever wins, in my opinion. But, <laughs> I mean, seriously, I'm going to make my money either way. I'm going to go make my money tomorrow either way. So that's just how I – but that's me, and I, I get it. So, um, yeah. All right, what we got in the news? Go ahead. I don't, we don't – Jumped all into that. I don't even. I don't even. I don't know. I just. <laughs> <laughs> you are just some Bobby lady. Yes, <laughs> and I don't get thrown off my game easy. But good God Almighty, this version, man, is to make. Let me shut up. I was about to say something. Um, let's see. <laughs> so, uh, a shocking study reveals currently. Um, discrimination against African-American passengers by Uber and Lyft drivers. You know, I thought that, and I never said anything, but after reading this article, I'm like, you know what, maybe I'm being discriminated against because it's kind of funny and kind of not. Um, basically, a lot of drivers tend to cancel their uh, the ride if the person's name is more of an African American name, um, mm. or they. Now, what happened in my case was more like they said they would be here in like twelve minutes, and then thirty minutes later they still weren't there, and so mm-hmm. I had to cancel the ride, which cost me money because if you cancel the ride, uh, I think it's like less than 15 minutes from when they say they're going to be here or 15 minutes after you place it or whatever, you have mm-hmm. to pay for it. So I had to literally battle them to get my money back off my car. But um, basically this is really the case, that they've been canceling trips. Um, 
and they're saying that the cancellation rate for African-American sounding names was more than twice mm-hmm. as frequent uh, compared to white sounding names. That's just crazy. Um, they also found evidence that drivers took female passengers of all ethnicities for longer, more expensive rides. Now, this study was done in Boston, um, but I, I could, I, 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 hey, I can see it. I can see it. I really can. What are y'all opinions on that? Do y'all think it's possible? Do you think it's plausible? I mean, look. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Very. Uh, but how do you catch somebody when they're doing I mean, like, I see that they're catching cancellations. I've and, driven Uber before, and I, you know, totally different. Like, I'm weighing in stuff like, you know, him being late isn't always, isn't, isn't racial. It could be that GPS uh, GPS stinks that day. Like, real talk, GPS go haywire sometimes and make you go the long way to stuff mm-hmm. where once you get done following the GPS, <laughs> you look up and be like, man, I could have went the way out. What you going to do, slam your $800 phone? No, uh, you're no, not. My, I mean, so you're talking, you about, you're not talking that, about five, ten minutes. She's talking about 30, 20, 30 minutes. Bro, uh, that's I'm not the long way. Like, when you know how you can go straight to it, but GPS take you through the city, on the tour, around the thing, around sure. the hoop. You're like, where am I going? And then you come up a street when you really could have been still on the highway. and It, get, like, it, it does silly stuff some days. And it's that day that you may have happened. You know what I mean? Like I said, I've driven Uber, mm-hmm. so I look at it different. I thought that story was a reach. You think it was reaching? Well, I think, do they yeah. uh, do they currently right now do, um, um, like, I don't want to call them test test rides. I don't know what they call, but you know, like in, no, in other jobs, they have. Okay, yeah, kind of other jobs, they'll do stuff like you know, have somebody who works for the company do one just to kind of see yeah. how you know. Mm-hmm. Uber doesn't. Uber, yeah, okay. Uber doesn't. Lyft does, and then um, okay. with the uh, what was the other thing? I'm gonna say now. One thing I do agree with is when you were saying. They're hard to get in touch with because Uber don't do no phones. I think you can call Lyft, but Uber don't do no phones. Like, you're going to have to be in an email battle. And I had to be in email battles with them, too, over, you know, my money, and I'm working for them. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, in that aspect, 100%. Now, they hard to get in contact with. I never had oh, yeah. people to I never really took off. I did my test drive. That's how I know they have a, a, a driver or rider sit along with you. But I didn't only have to, I only had to do it one time because I already had my Uber card, and she saw that and was like, "Oh, we only got to just go around the corner." I said, "Okay." Now was that. But yeah, I'm so do you? Both, you know what I'm talking about? Do you think when a person were to see, I mean, I I think that there is some room for error as far as GPS acting crazy or things like that. But if when the same people get the same, pretty much the same um, request for a ride, but weren't they saying, Keisha, that it was based on the, the sounding of the names? Like, how much of that is right. controlled by the Uber driver? Because I think it's definitely, no. it's possible because no. if you know where an area is, like, you know, okay, this is like the east side, just for here for Oklahoma City's sake. For the east side, we know that this is primarily a black area, and Jason uh-huh. wants to, or 
Shaquilla, rather, wants to pick up on 23rd and MLK as opposed to, exactly. a, you know, a Sheila who wants it or a Sharon or, you know, you know, on, on 23rd and MLK, or you going to assume that Shaquilla's getting picked up at the, the, the grocery store on 23rd and MLK and Sheila may be the tax commission on that area. Like, and you know, are those the determinations that are being made based on locations mm-hmm. and names and those types of things? How much is that available to the user? Or do you just get a location and say, yeah, I'm willing to go there? How much of that That's is the Uber driver? Like, this is how it goes. As the driver, you'll be sitting there, right? You just chip, like, say you pick any location as a driver where you feel like, because the map will be, you have a map. Okay, let me start there. You have a map on your phone. The map has hot spots on it that shows you where people are calling in a lot right now. So you want to either go park in that area somewhere where you know is the next hot area because you get up at this time all the time. This is on the on the mind frame of somebody who really drives Uber. Like they don't do anything but drive Uber. Now you'll get up and put yourself in a location. So you'll put yourself in a hot location. That's not nece- that's not necessarily saying I'm gonna go sit in the hood because. Nobody's going to go do that. That's not a hot location. That's not where people are 100% Ubering like that. Up until that happens, I mean, I still wouldn't just sit in the hood, but I'd keep my car going through there because you only get hit for the neighborhoods that are near you. Like, if I'm on one side, if I'm on the north side of town, I'm not going to get a hit for the west side of town. I'm only going to get hit for where I'm at. So if I want to get hits on the west side, I have to go to the west side. So, I mean, I think, like I said, I thought the story was a reach. I do think that there are ways to kind of, like, be that racist person on a thing, but that's really, like, on a personal, personal level, like where you get in the car and they notice that you're black and they really just now got a problem with you and – they don't really want to do the trip or whatever, or they, you know, rushing you or don't want to talk to you or, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Yeah, of course that's racist. But as far as the picking you up or being on time, all of that stuff is like for real idle to technology. And that's just coming from somebody who's driven for both sides. Well, not left anyway. I did the tryout. I didn't drive for him. I I did the tryout. Clean it up. Yeah, I, I didn't drive for both. I tried out for oh. both. Mm. Well, yeah. I clean mean, it up, my clean it up. Was, say it again. What's wrong? I was saying, I, I was saying clean it up. How about it? Yeah, you know, I can listen to you about a comma, about a comma, boy. I got to make sure <laughs> that goes. What I said was. <laughs> Child of the best. But my Uber, when she did get lost, she did call me. Like, seriously. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if that was the issue, I think you you do have the contact information for that person. And mm-hmm. um, if, if it's like a GPS issue, I don't see that being reported that way. But more than anything, I know, we know that employers have discriminated because of the spelling of people's names, let alone if I don't, if I'm, if I'm, this is my whole car, you know what I mean? And this is uh, something that I'm paying on my personal space. I'm just using it to earn income. I I can see it more than anything being a, a preferential treatment. Like, look, no, I'm canceling this ride. I'm not going over there. You know what I mean? Um, because I don't want to go. I don't know what. And here in Kalamazoo, it's, it's 
different because the city is only like 20 minutes wide. And so when you're 30 minutes late, you were never on your way. Uh, like, for real. Right. You, yeah. you just wasn't. Right. Um, right, exactly. You ain't coming. This so ain't Chicago that, where you go from the west, from the north side. Right, and you got an hour drive just to, you know, get to them or hopefully somebody else is closer. But still, yeah, no. I mean, it, 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 again, I see your point, though, being a former driver. Like, you didn't think like that, but you don't come from the perspective of somebody who is uh, that type of uh, racist or preferential. If that's, like, something that you are and you have the opportunity to be that way and be selective and they send you uh, – Shock when Nico Jones needs a ride on 39th. You can be like, uh, nope, it ain't happening. You know, I'm like, uh, nope. Uh-huh. You know, now I wonder, and, let me, let me that, ask you. Go on, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. No, I was about to, I, we probably were about to ask the same question. Like, do they, do you accept the ride before they inform the person, or do they inform the person and say, we have a driver in your area yep. at, before like you accept the ride? That like um, I haven't seen it on the customer side, but the people who have uh-huh. told me that they can personally see my car on there and see like Rashad is in this area as an Uber driver, and then they can you know what I mean say either yes or no like so basically the shopper knows what the driver looks like because we have to take profile pictures and all of that stuff ahead of time. So if you're white and you don't want to ride with somebody black. Obviously, you'll wait for somebody that's white to come in, or you're just gonna hop in with a black guy and just duck low, like I don't want to be seen, and vice versa. But you know, um, no, there's there's no way for us to do it. Like I've had people in my car that I genuinely like would have been like, if it was just awesome, you know, can I get a ride? No. <laughs> like no. And so, I think I think the I think the other, the other thing I was gonna say is. I think we've got to also think about it from the from the perspective of um, if I, and I didn't look at this article. Are these results? You're saying they're pretty much just in Boston, but right. we looked at it across major metropolitan cities versus smaller cities. I wonder if the results would be any different because you know, like to to your point, Takesha, Kalamazoo is a smaller city. Um, it would probably you know be like a second tier side city size city as opposed to a Chicago. Um, so I wonder if there are different results based upon the cities because, again, in Kalamazoo, you really don't have that. You really probably don't have that much fluctuation because, again, it's not that big, whereas in Chicago, because it's so much bigger, you have, you know, there is more activity going on. So you can be probably a little bit more picky. Um, you could probably say, you know, I don't want to take that chance or, you know what I mean, stuff like that. So I wonder um, you know, if they broke those numbers down by city enough to say um, this is a really a trend in major cities, or this is just a trend in you know across the company. So, but the other part of it, Uber is losing. I mean, and I'm not saying they're going to go out of business anytime soon, but they're losing. They lost tons of money this year. So, you know, it, it's definitely they're definitely looking at this stuff for a reason. Um, from a profitability standpoint, I think we did. We read a couple weeks ago that they had lost like almost a billion dollars or something like that this year, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So they've lost tons of money, and so there's definitely, I'm sure, some things that they're trying to do to, um, you know, to fix their business model because they've got a great model. 
It's just, mm-hmm. you know, again, why are you losing so much money? Mm-hmm. They've got a good model. Their model is they good. They lose so it's much winning. money because you can't get in contact with nobody. Did you hear the stress in her voice when she said it was hard to get in contact? <laughs> yeah, I hear I'm saying, I'm saying this, when, I say they're, when I say they've got a good model, I'm saying that something like not being able to get in contact with people, that's, that's an easy fix. I'm saying that the business, the concept of, of, of the proof of concept has been proven. People want mm-hmm. to use it to the point where it is scaling, to the point where they're in multiple cities across the country. So, so that part of it is, is fine. To turn around and handle the customer service issue is really, you know, that's not as big as that's something that's fixable. And I think that's why I said I, I think they're looking now, when you start getting into studies like that as a business owner, you're looking at where are the holes in my business and how can I plug them? Like if I'm losing a billion dollars a year, how can I fix that? You know, how can I plug that hole? And you got to remember, because Uber is still a young company, they're still very much so able to raise money. They're raising tons of money still. So they ain't going out of business. They got a lot of enough backers to say, or enough people who are into the business or put enough money into that business to say, you know what, we'll give you a couple more million to float you as long as we can see that you're doing something that's going to bring us and give us our money back. So I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. Yes. 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 And anybody else? Q, you got something? We, I think we out. Uh, what did I have? I think I did have. Um, yes, I wanted to talk about um, Bay and the Country Music Awards. I in in the in lieu of our election, it was funny to me that. The Country Music Awards on, I believe, last weekend invited Beyonce to come and perform her um, her song for the Country Music Awards. And her song was uh, Daddy's, um, I'm trying to remember the name of it off the top of my head. Um, basically, the Country Music Awards invited Beyonce to come and perform her song from her um, Daddy Lessons, her song from her most recent album, Lemonade. So they invited Beyonce to perform her country-inspired kind of kaleidoscope. Up, kale, kaleidos- mm, I know I'm messing that up. But it is a uh, Louisiana calypso, I believe is the, is the name of the, the style of music. But it is a... Um, country-style version, a country-style song that Beyonce did on her most recent album. It's a really cool song. I love it a lot. But she invited the Dixie, Dixie Chicks, who have long been um, kind of extra extradited from the <laughs> from the country music scene from their disdain for Bush years and years and years ago. Republicans and the country music scene have not fooled with Dixie Chicks. So Beyonce invited them to come along and um, perform with her on the CMAs. And all hell broke loose. We all loved it. If you were a Bay fan, you were here for it because it was an awesome performance. It was beautiful to see them up there do their thing. It was cool. It was a Bay performance. Well, not long after that, the CMA fans lost their minds all over the message boards, all over social media. Um, There were all kinds of racist comments on the post to the point where CMA made the decision to remove all showing of all, all mention of it, all showing that Beyonce was there, the Dixie Chicks were there, like there is absolutely no mention on any of the social media sites um, related to the CMAs that they were ever even there. Um, 
we took that as a complete slap in the face. Um, well, kind of, because we were first shocked that she was there to begin with, and then that she was able to bring the <laughs> So it was like, wait, what? Hi, so you big mad. It was like one of those fake shocks, but then it was like, but you know what? It's already done, so you mad because we came and we showed out like that? So it was, it was just, it, but again, it was the fact that we could be so, they could be so bullied by this this group of people um, whether it be their demographic or not, it was the fact that they chose to side with the group of people that were more for removing them because she was now all of a sudden the she's a police brutality um, artist. She how could she stand with the Dixie Chicks? Neither of them are you know country music icons. And what does she have to do with this? Like all kinds of stuff. But black people and black mm-hmm. women, especially, have been sprinkled throughout country music history since there was a country music history, you know, and, and there were comments made like Beyonce's also trying to steal country music from white America too. And that was like the hilarity oh, of a statement like that. Those were some of, that was the comments that were made from some of the, the, the people on the post saying that, Oh, you guys watch out. Beyonce's coming for country music too. That's, that's something else that they want. And I was like, Oh really? We're, we're, we're stealing the stuff. Your word that we're coming right. to take your culture, okay, that's okay, you know. Right. But so it, right. it was just it was very very interesting. What do y'all have you? Did you guys hear anything about it? What are you thinking? Mm-mm. I heard about it. First thing that came to mind was, Mm-mm. huh? Go ahead. Oh, first thing that came yeah, to mind right. was. Kanye West. Go ahead, cousin. Uh, no, I oh, first thing that came to mind was, no, check this out. When Kanye West stormed the stage and took the microphone from Taylor Swift, who was not supposed to be at that award show because it's not a country music award show, he took it because rightfully Beyonce should have won that award. She had already won every other award that dealt with that category or anything around that category. So you mean to tell me there was one video in the world that was better than every other thing she had won tonight? Like, just one? No. Rude wasn't sure, but that same performance right there is reminiscent of what happened with Beyonce. Not saying it's karma well, or anything like that, Kanye, huh? but what I'm saying is that Ye called it out <laughs> first. He told her. She ain't deserve to be there. Why is she here?
turn their back on me. They wonder why I gotta keep that strap on me. Riding through my city, gun black on me. I can't even think Cause niggas that I would die for Be hating on me But I don't need them a trust I just watch from a distance Gotta act like I'm blind But keep the snakes in my vision Niggas want my position But don't put time in the kitty Home of the grimy and gritty But I still ride for my city Keep that nominally with me For niggas plotting and scheming You alive in the morning But you could die in the evening I compensate with my demons While I'm praying to Jesus Tell me you gon' have Doubters just turn them into believers Dear Lord, just protect my hands Cause if them niggas try me, I'ma check my hands I know you got a plan And I just need to follow I'm living for the day and not tomorrow Amen Into our next segment, 
um, brought to you by Elegance by Design, where healthy hair and skin is our priority, but a beautiful you is our specialty. You can get your products at elegancebydesign.com. Um, just a quick reminder that on November 19th, we will be at the Date Night Vendor Mall, um, located at 1 North Broadway Avenue, which is the Sheraton, Oklahoma City downtown hotel. We will have about 30 vendors out there. It's going to be an awesome, awesome, awesome um, good time, bring your family, bring your friends, bring your besties, and come out and shop with us. Um, all right, so like I said, we're going to go ahead and get into this week's topic, which is Fix My Finances, um, which is a huge issue that we um, have in our families. I think it's one that we as people have, um, period. Money is never a fun topic to discuss unless we have it. When we don't have it or when we are planning to make it, um, are, are planning on how to make it, that is when having conversations about money is not so fun. Um, and I think in the black family, because a lot of the times we are positioned to um, not discuss money from small kids going up because we don't discuss money issues with our children. In general, we say that's grown folks' business, that's not a kid's place, don't worry about it. We allow our children um, – our little brown children, to feel that um, money is not to be discussed until there's a certain threshold passed. We don't really have the types of discussions to instill value and still instill um, budgeting and things like that or to express to children when money is an issue and when you have to make money decisions. So when we become adults, we hold money very close. We are very private with our money there's all kinds of thresholds and, and secret games we got to play and, and, and things we have to unlock within the other before we're willing to trust the other with money or even the conversations of money. So when we enter into marriages, money is that hot-button topic that is only discussed when it's lacking or when there's an issue, um, and, and that becomes a, a level of discourse type of conversation. And um, I think that that is that's something that we have to start changing long before our children, long before we even start to date. Um, having conversations about money should not be as taboo on a single level so that when we become parts of couples, it's not so hard to have those conversations. That's my personal com- conversation, you know, my personal um, thought process on that. I know in my own personal marriage um, and relationship that money has been an issue for us just because of, the, the different barriers that we've had prior to becoming married. And then once we got married, we had all kinds of other things that happened and, and things that we bring into those conversations. So this is something that I personally struggled with and um, and still struggle with. We have found different ways that have allowed us to, to grow and actually begin to start to save with, and, and to have open communication and dialogue regarding budgets and money, but it was not initially a conversation that was an easy one or either one that either of us looked forward to. Um, what have would have been your what would have been your experiences with conversations about money? Um, when I'm gonna start with you considering you you've also been in a long term relationship and you are a money guy. <laughs> uh, I've had time. No. Um, I've had a ton yeah. of relationships about money. Yeah, conversations about money. Tons. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, you know, I mean, obviously this is what I do. So, but I think, where do we start? 
Was it always easy? Uh, was it because was it kind of an understanding that she knew that? Or people in general, did they know you're kind of the money guy? Do they want to talk to you about money, or has it been one of those ah, don't do me like you do at work? Like we're not at work. Is there someone um, wanna, is it a request to come at come at it differently? Well, let me. So I'm I, I'm different in the sense that I'm I'm pretty honest, open about the fact that um, when I was married, there were different seasons where even though I quote unquote was the money guy, you know, I've always a part of my story is when I graduated from college with a degree in finance, I did not know how to balance my checkbook. I didn't know how to balance a checkbook. And so my, you know, so my then wife had to teach me. She taught me how to do that. I knew how to invest. I knew how to do all of that kind of stuff. And so I had to, I learned from her how to, you know, how to balance a checkbook, how not to overdraw an account because, you know, I, I, I didn't learn that growing up. I learned, you know, I didn't, I didn't see that modeled growing up, let me say that. So, yeah. you know, so the idea of that, whereas she would sit there, you know, this is during, you know, several years ago, you know, where she would sit there with the actual checkbook register and balance the book. I'm like, what you doing? We, all, you know, my thing, all the bills pay. We got enough money. We need some more money. Oh, okay, <laughs> let's go out to eat. You know, that was my thing, you know. So so it was her that actually got me into, into um, starting that because, I, I never wanted I never wanted to argue about money, you know. So I never I I always wanted to say, okay, listen, as long as we got everything we need, as long as we've got you know the money going where it needs to go, I was always fine. Now, what what quickly changed it for me was realizing number one, the massive amounts of stress that I think one day she told me that 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 part of that part stressed her. She's like, I'm stressed, and doing this just stresses me out. And I, you know, I learned how to do it at that point when she said it. So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, if you're stressing you out, I got it. Mm-hmm. And so I started managing the money. So at different times of my, um, of my, my marriage, you know, different ones of us managed the money. So, um, yeah. So, so it was a very fluid thing. I've always been the one to handle, you know, again the investments, the, you know, the the retirements, all that kind of stuff, because. You know that again. That's what my degree is, and that's what I'm, I'm gifted at. But yeah, early on, early on when I was married, no, mm-mm. I didn't do none of that stuff. Um, hmm. And usually, people, and that's to be honest, that's usually the first conversation I have to have with people when they come to me. Because usually, when married couples come to me, their issue is usually over number one, who's going to control the money, um, because one person usually feels like they're being controlled, and then over number mm-hmm. two. Um, they 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 are not able to come up with a unified plan of or of what they want to do with their money, and once we get through those two issues, usually it's pretty easy. You know, once we get to the point where where both people can say our goal is in five years, ten years, fifteen years, twenty years to be in these places, and okay, she's better with the money, or okay, he's better with the checkbook, so I'm gonna let him handle it. It's cool. Mhm. Yep, it was control for so, me. I know it was. Yep. Keisha, yep. what about you? Yep. I have no reason to 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 even wonder about this right now. No, I'm just kidding. Right. I can't I can't exit stage left on this because right now where we are is kinda like figuring it out. Um but there's nothing to figure because I have it handled. 
Yeah. Um, but, but is he? But let me let me. Okay, so let me ask this: Is he mm-hmm. comfortable with you having it handled and the role that he plays in you having it handled? Okay, I was about to get into that. I knew you okay, because okay. I, I was waiting on the, the Winford dynamic because we all know yeah. that there's a level of I am the manness, you know, that has to be yeah. uh, respected, uh, at least acknowledged when when you're dealing with the money, right? Now, <clears throat> I, I, I uh, how can I put this without having so many people in my inbox? Um and I had to respect that idea of the I am the manness, right? And see, right, right. I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm one of those women who, you know what? You got it. You, you feel like you should be able to handle it. I'm gonna put it in your hands because so you think. You understand what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna put just enough of it in your hands for you to understand that we need to do this together, okay? Mm-hmm. And by together, that means together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to show you what it all do, and I'm going to let you do it your way, and we're going to watch, and then I'm then we're going to watch how I do it, and we're going to see which one works better, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think sometimes we just have to be willing to say, okay, well, this part of your plan works, this part of my plan works, so let's put it together, you know, and, and that's kind of wasn't working right now. Like the 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 adding up he's great at. The subtracting and making sure everything is stable and function, I'm great mm-hmm. at. You know what I'm saying? And then the division of it all, we do that together. So to me it's like if we can just keep that ball rolling <laughs> we're in a good place. Um but we had to respect each other's opinion enough to be like, you know what, look Maybe I don't get it. Yay, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yes. Mm-hmm. We can admit that to you. Yeah, and I think, I think, but all of that's a part of, of the Did you lose? And, hmm? There you go. I said, I thought I went underwater you... for a minute. Mm-mm. No, I'm saying, but that's all <laughs> a part of, I think, the, of the, 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 the vision part of it is to say, okay, this is where we are. And then once you get past, the vision and who, you know, who's stronger. So if you're, you know, if, when I say vision, so let me be clear. All right. So what I'm saying is even though, and this applies to you, you know, to unmarried as well. I mean, if you're in a relationship or committed relationship with somebody, or if you're single, the same process has to take place. So if you're a single man or woman, you still have to be able to say, I need a five, 10, 15, 20 year plan. And, you know, um, and then, and depending on your age, you can go longer. Um, but then to say, okay, in five years, I want to be, and again, I'm just throwing stuff out. In five years, I want to be debt-free. In 10 years, I want to have this. You know, in 15 years, I want to be this. You know, you see what I'm saying? So I, I, I do that. You know, I want to be here. I want, you know, debt-free. I want to own my own house um, and have it, you know, paid off. I want to have 50, year 15, I want to have, you know, so, I mean, you have all those things in a concrete way. Then you work back from that to say, okay, so how do I accomplish the five-year goal? And so, okay, I accomplished that by cutting my spending, for example. 
So how much can I spend a week? Okay, I can only spend in order to make this work $100. So what's the best system for me or us as a couple to ensure that we only spend $100 a week? Does that mean that we only have an account, that we, you know, that we only carry $100 cash a week? Does it mean that we only have, a, you know, a prepaid card and it's only $100 a week put on this card and then after that, you're, you know what I mean? So you work back from that uh, depending on your strengths. If you're a person who, you know, like you said, Takesha, um, who, who is not good at the subtracting parts, then you know you need something like, uh, you know, cash, you know, because you're, uh, so that way you don't have to worry about are you going to overdraw? Are you going to spend more than what you have? Because you, all you got is that, and that's it. And so you, you know, or you put it, if you want an account, then fine, you have an account, but all you have is $100 in that account, and once it gets, the, you use it all, the account can't overdraw. And you can't take it, you know what I mean? So then you work backwards from the system once you agree upon where you're trying to go. Because what that does is that cuts off, that cuts out the argument. Because we don't have to argue now over where we're going because we agree. We agree that in five years this is where we want to go. And so if these are the things that we got to do to get there. And so now you're not upset. He ain't upset. You know, if you're single again, you, you have this with yourself. Now you know where you're trying to go and you don't have to worry about it. Much easier when you have a plan. That's the thing I've learned the most. And if you're not good yeah. at it, accept it and move on. Well, yeah, and it gets help. So but that is not the help. easiest thing for a dude to do. Except it is it's not. It's, it's not. It is I'm not. just gonna. It, it if, not, if you are yeah. used to running it, period, it's not fun. Yeah. Period. You know, and no. oftentimes trial periods work. That you know, you have to baby say you know you. I think I that. Again, y'all know me. I speak from my own personal experience. I had to baby step myself into even being cool with it, period, because it was all <laughs> a personal, a personal thing. Like, and I had to admit that it was a personal thing. I didn't. I had things that were um, personal hangups, personal control issues, and the under the the what I had been taught as a young girl as far mm-hmm. as the idea of mm-hmm. what money was. You know, you always have control of your own money. You know, you need to know what's coming in, what's going out, what, you know, you always have something to come. Like, all of those things were were you-oriented based on experiences that I hadn't necessarily experienced. And I was causing frustration and stress on myself in anticipation of something that hadn't necessarily happened for me. And I hadn't given the opportunity for it to be successful or to fail. So when I realized that I wasn't being realistic in what I was even expecting, from the situation, and I had pretty much stalled it, not in my wanting and need for control of it. That's when I said, okay, you know what, you know what, okay, at least be willing to try it. And you're not going to tank your whole world's finances in, in, in X amount of time frame if you do try it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's at some right. point how ridiculous my thought process had gotten, and I had to stop and think about it and go, well, Really? You know what I mean? Like, really, what are you doing here? Yeah. And then when I was able to yeah. to release that and and actually try it, then it it, it it allowed those conversations to go a lot smoother, to have those check-ins mm-hmm. go a lot smoother to the point where I look forward mm-hmm. to the check-in so I can do that and leave it alone. Like, I don't have to think much more into it at yep. that point because I'm doing my part, he's doing his part, I know my role, and as long as I don't deviate from my role in that process, and I'm doing, and I don't have a need to because it's working for me too. Then life has gone on just fine. So it, I, I think that there's definitely something to be had in the try. 
and and the communication has to be there so that both people are comfortable with that. And it's not always easy. It it is not. Well, <laughs> let, me, not. let me say that. Let me let me throw the, <laughs> now. Let me throw the, let me throw the flip side to that on this. Now, as the person who who says that it, I'm struck that who says who's saying, listen, let's try it this way and see if it works. To the person who is control, you know, who likes to be in control, the the mm-hmm. the, the thing that make that easier is to communicate what you're doing and where you are. So so it's easier to just say, listen, um, you know, uh, um, if you're concerned, for example, I'm just, is that you're the type of person that, that's concerned that bills won't get paid. It's easier just to be like, hey, just to let you know, everything's paid, we're good for the month, this is where we are, you know, um, if you need to, do you need to do it? You know what I mean? Like just to do little things to put the other person at ease because, you know, again, typically, we're, like you said, we're either taught to be like that or we've experienced something that taught us to be like that. And so it's mm-hmm. like you have to kind of literally slowly but surely work through work with the other person to let them know I'm on it. You can relax. You can relax. And mm-hmm. so once you do that, then it's like, oh, because literally, and I, again, in my personal experience, it literally got to a point where she didn't even look at it. She never looked at it. Like, she'd be like, oh, and, and it would be like, oh, do we have money? I don't even, I ain't looked at the, you know, I ain't looked at it. He got it. I'm not worried about it. And and I would do that, and there would be times I would do the same thing. Like, you know, system-wise, we agreed on the system, and you'd be like, oh, she's okay, we cool. And I don't even have to worry about it until you come to that check-in period where, you know, where it's like, okay, where are we at? What do we got to do? You know, these things are changing. We need to make some adjustments here. You know, let's have this kind of, you know, so until you get to those kind of stuff. So it's it's difficult to do. It is. It's very difficult to get there, and you do have to take baby steps. But at the same time, as you do that, it makes it, um, it does start to make it a little easier, and it relieves some of the stress off, off of, of you. And then at the same time, both of you can have a role. So it's not like just because, one person is, you know, has the checkbook that the other person doesn't have, you know, doesn't have any control. It's not like, you know what I mean? Like you ain't got to say, okay, I'm because I'm the man and she balances the checkbook, you know, I got to cut the fool. You don't have to do that because, you know, you got access to all accounts too, you know, and you can, you know, you're really, or maybe you handle the retirement stuff. Maybe you handle, you know, another part of it. So that way, it's a shared process, and you again, and there's constant discussion, and you always know what's going on. Because are you real quiet? What you thinking? Uh, this is an easy one for me. I'm not the finance guy, so I let her do that. Like, I'll talk. I mean, not like it's a big deal. It's money. It's gonna get spent anyway. I'd rather be with the more responsible of the money. Mhm. But do you want well, any? I mean, like any response or any like um, say so? Like so here, yeah, say I mean, so no, or just like oh, here's the check. Go do what you do. Like in saying, no, no, no. In in saying, you know, I let her do it. It's not a. I don't have any say so. It's more of a. You know, when things say like the bills and all that stuff, she'll have control of the dollars to do that to make sure all that stuff is in order first. Then when it's time to say, all right. You know, 
like I like I like Jordans and stuff like that. She's like, all right, now you're gonna go your Jordans. You know what I mean? Everything is squared away. Mm-hmm. That I I ain't gonna be that person. So let me throw this out there to you. So in that scenario, let's just say you want to go buy some drums, yeah. or you want to go buy a new a new drum, and she's like, uh, it ain't in the budget. How do you respond? Well, I gotta wait. I gotta wait. Ain't no wrong with waiting. They still gonna have drums. They ain't gonna stop making them just because I want one right now. Want and need are two different things. If I need mm-hmm. the drum, then I will explain that I need this because this can't happen without that. And then their expenditure would happen. But if it's a want, but if she doesn't, want, but if, she, if it doesn't happen, they, okay. So if so, you say I need this, and she says we don't have it to do right now. Oh, it'll still get done somehow. I ain't worried about that. Yeah, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. I just want to let you know that. That's not how it works. That's I mean, not how it works. It, I just want to throw that out there. It does. I mean, I, I know it don't, but it it, it, that's the way it works. I get it done. It's gonna get, if, it's mm-hmm. really, if it's genuinely needed, like genuinely needed, it, it's getting got. Like, it, it, okay. it's getting got. I'm just I'm just saying in terms of in the context of your current now you go do something else to bring in some more money that's that's one thing but I'm thinking the context of the current thing that you're doing that I think where the the, the dilemma comes in is when when that when that monkey wrench is thrown in there and it's like look this wasn't planned for this wasn't something we thought through uh, or added to the possibility and now we ain't got it so what do we do and then the person who's not in control of the finances then now feels like, you know, once again, now I got to raise up because, hold on, I need this. And just because you're in control of the finances don't mean you get to tell me what too. That's male and female. Right, that's male and female. That's not just a, a male thing. That's male and female. And so my, but mm-hmm. my wants aren't being looked at. And so how do we, how do we get past that, that, that type of scenario? So that's why that's why I throw that out there. Easy. Know the person you're dealing with from the beginning. Like, if you know that that person doesn't have the character to be over the money, then you don't let them have that job. But if you and that person are serious like that, and you know she's going to be around or he's going to be around, I mean, that's, to me, I that don't that's not coming up. Because I already know who I'm dealing with. I know that money isn't going to come at this point in time when I want it, so I wouldn't have gave it to her to do that in the first place. Like at some point we know who we're around, and everybody don't get the luxuries of being the person who rides around with the cards and being the one who, you know, oh, I'm making X's and O's for me and Babe so that we know we got money here and there. You know, everybody doesn't get to do that. It, it it's a selective process. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is, I think, just... No, go ahead. (laughs) I was just saying, I I think a lot of it is learning how to get out of our own way um, in general. Because we don't talk about it, and we we only enjoy talking about it when when we have it. And we don't... Mm -hmm. I don't think we learn how to solution it very well when we don't, Mm -hmm. or when we're trying to attain it. Um, And that gets... We don't talk about it before. That too, yeah, that too, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, we don't, and, and then it, 
Yeah, and you know, I think there's always, I think there's, there's something to be had for looking for people who have more than you do, and that's more knowledge, more wisdom, more money, more experience, more whatever it is that you lack. There's something to be had for seeking more, and there's no shame in that. But we have to get past ourselves and realize that there's something to be had for a mentor. And if you don't have what you need to have as far as money, or if you're having an issue having the conversation, opening up the communication, and be be wise enough and, and have enough care about your situation and your relationship to actually seek the help outside of yourself to, to, to make it happen for yourself. If there's a couple that you trust, that you, you, you feel that they're doing what they should, you know, and you see them making solid, real-life goals and attaining them, you know, not just the keeping up with the Joneses, what it looks like on the outside, but you see them, you know, actually making those strides. Have that conversation if that's what, you know, if you if you can, so that you can have real open dialogue without having to feel like you're coming in and bearing your soul to a stranger and things like that, because that's kind of what I think mm-hmm. we get into when we even start to think about financial advisors and things like that. You think you either have to be so beyond repair that you have to have help or only the people with money need it, which I think is kind of, you know, why count yourself out like that. So. As somebody in the industry, typically people don't come to you when they're way down. They think mm-hmm. they think the latter of what you said, and that's that oh, financial advisors are only for people who have money. And that's not the truth. Financial advisors can, can help you if you don't have a lot of money. It just they just have to if they're good ones, they just tailor know how to tailor the plan to help you maximize what what you do have. And the other part of it is people don't want to go to financial advisors because they don't want to pay them. Hmm. So believe that because it's not it's not yeah because it's I mean and I get I I wholeheartedly understand that if you are already struggling with money, the idea I put a I put up a, um what oh I put up I was doing my um thirty days my thirty thirty day money mentor makeover I put up um a something about it the other day. And somebody said, so you want to put, give me, make me pay for a program to teach me how to save money. And I kind of, when he, when I read it, I read it, I thought, yeah, because in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm about to show you how to save money or make some more money. So, yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. But in his mind, all he saw was, you're going to tell me that I need to save some money, but you're going to cost me more money. Well, yeah, this is called an investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm on charge. Yeah, I'm gonna charge you a fee to teach you how to do something that you don't already know how to do. Because if you knew how to do it, you wouldn't need what I do. So so true. So so true. So, but we don't we don't think like that. We're very and we don't pay for we don't think it's a necessity. So it's not value. It's yeah. not right. 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 Because we think because we think we know everything. Or no, mm-hmm. let me say this. We know we don't know. We just refuse to do the work that's necessary in order to um, in order to get the skill that we need. We refuse to do that because, again, like you said, we don't think it's necessary. We'll buy we'll buy clothes, but we won't buy. Mm-hmm. We won't pay for financial advisors. And yeah. don't get me wrong; some financial advisors are overpriced. Don't give me. I, I, well, I mean, you know what? Grown part, most adults don't want somebody telling them what to do. Period. Let alone what to do with the money that I just traded forty hours of my life this week mm-hmm. for. You know, it's like, 
No. Go away. But we're not, you know what I'm saying? That's, but not, that's not what we do. That's not what financial mm-hmm. advisors do. A good financial advisor doesn't tell you what to do. They tell you, they say, listen, if this is, they find out what you want to do and help you, um, and help you find out, will give you a say, okay, if this is what you, your end result wants to be, here is a way to get there. Here's a, here's a roadmap to get to where you want to get to. And so that's our, that's, that's what we do. We don't tell people what to do. Because at the end of the day, right. it's not our money, and we, we recognize that. That's what's up. I like the empowerment side of that. And I think that if more people looked at their jobs, like I empower people to use their money better, or I empower people to, you know, um, shop in a a more reasonable way. You know, it, it, it does make it different. It definitely takes it away from being more like a dictatorship. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't tell you what to do with your money. Mm-mm. But I, cause, and seriously, but the only thing I can do is I can tell you. You know, I can. I can advise. That's it. Oh, I just had. So let me. This number, if you're in the call, somebody just asked me. The number is nine two nine four seven seven two three zero four nine two nine four seven seven two three zero four. Um, the other, the other part of it that we gotta look look at too is is the reason why we have to start really having these hard conversations is because as a community, uh, we don't really amass wealth very well. And so, you know, we've got to start making some adjustments and some changes where we can start amassing wealth, and we don't do that. We, we really are probably one we're, – yeah, we're not good at that at all. And that's, that's how – I think that's something that we need to – we got to address too. So, but I mean, what are so? Yeah, actually, you know what? Before we do I that, totally agree. Yeah, let's take a break, mm-hmm. and we can talk about that after. We can we can talk about that after hot topic because we about to go a little deep. So, all right, this after I'm while, waiting. and then we're gonna go. All right, and then we're gonna go to hot topic. We'll be right back. All right. Mind, mind. But no one will lend a helping hand I've been there before Where your ex don't think that you're by yourself Sometimes you gotta let it all out Don't leave your feelings on the shelf You may have to cry sometimes Confused and wondering why And you may have to hurt sometimes But please don't throw in a towel My God is faithful He will hear you 
push your shoulders back, you can take it. Walk in authority, tell yourself that you can make it. No matter what you do, no matter how you feel, he's gonna come through in time for you, so just breathe. After you Now is one of our favorite parts of the show. Hot topic. Dun dun dun. <laughs> so for those who don't know, <laughs> you gotta get that music by the way. Dun dun dun. So that way, our dramatic pause music. Topics. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We need that. Um, so uh, let's see. Who? I didn't look. I was typing something up. I didn't get a chance to pick a hot topic. What do y'all think we should do for our topic? Let's see. Let's go with. Yeah, we had the one I was going to use, we had to delete. Because that was going way right. Way right. I'm going to call it left. Maybe, yeah. Let's do that one. (laughs) I'm going to call it left. (laughs) Is that what we're going to call it? Yeah, that's gonna be our that's gonna be our hot topic. So the, a question was posted, and tell and tell me if I if I say this wrong, but the question was: a woman tells her man um, on a Monday that the light is out, her headlight is out in her car. Then on Friday, she gets a ticket because he never fixed it. Then she goes to church on Sunday, um, and one of the guys at church changes the light bulb for her. Is she wrong for letting another man change her light bulb after she got tickets? Are you serious? That was the post that went left? That went everywhere, but... Everywhere, but that obviously, was, because that's not a, a rough question. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to wait on the topic. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Keisha. Go. <laughs> I mean, first of all, y'all said her man, not her husband. Okay. So you didn't let me get a ticket for it. They ain't talking about whether he helped her pay for it because she did that from the fix it. And then the other guy at church fixed it for her. She is in the house of the whole Lord, which is the provider. So I'm assuming that if she needed somebody to put the dog on light in, he was going to provide it for it because evidently the man was not being the provider in that moment, you know. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, no, she was not wrong. That was not a very hard question to answer. No, she's not wrong because she went to church. And, and I'm, I mean, honestly, the whole thing is awkward because she went to church without him, yet this is her man. Um, it, y'all got to have similar beliefs, dog. So uh, that's not going to be her man for long. And um, if she there and she get it fixed, what's the problem? How could she possibly be wrong? This is a man who obviously got a problem if he has a problem with something like this. You, you, this is one of them men who be like, you. what do they always say? I've been in abusive relationships, so what they say is you uh, you challenging my manhood. That's one of them men. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. you you got another man doing what I was supposed to do, but I didn't do, and now it ain't supposed to get done. So I, I dare like you it get it done. done. <laughs> oh Lord! So get the lights turned off until I give you the fifty dollars that's been in my pocket for two weeks. Girl, if you don't hurry up and run. Um, <laughs> So that, that, I mean, honestly, that just sounds, and you know, it's not, this is not rocket science. This is, you know, this is addition and subtraction. This is, you know, reasoning, deductive reasoning. Um, Monday, I told you. Thursday, I got the ticket. Sunday, the Lord provided. On Monday, you be gone. I don't understand what's wrong with this prop. I don't understand it. I don't. Now, if this was her husband and they was broken, they was going through some things, he couldn't even afford the thing. He tried to get it, he just couldn't get it. You know, it's situations and circumstances that can make that. And okay, but she still wouldn't be wrong because he would be blessing of God, too, that she got somebody else to do it for her. Seriously. Because like, obviously he I don't think I'd have much for him but a, late, but a long, long blink. That's, I don't think I'd I'm, have much it, conversation I don't have that. that. There'd be a long Sucker. blink to be had. I ain't, I ain't even got a blink. It's, excuse me, sir, sir. Are you? I, I mean, if you can't even fix my light, are you even roommate material? Yeah, can't even go half on. I mean, there's no reason for you to even be here. Why am I breathing the same air as you? Bust a move. Tell, Pimping, tell lights aren't even an expense. That's more of a time <laughs> issue. So to me, that's not even not. It's not even so much as the expense. You, it was a time nope. thing. Did you take? Did you make the time to take care of this thing that you know I'm generally not gonna not going to do for myself or would you know can't or would do. be doing myself? Yeah, would would be doing for myself. So to be mad that someone else saw it and was able to do it and take care of it right then, to be mad at me, I think would be my my long blink moment. Like really, that you really gonna be mm-hmm. mad at me that I allowed this thing to get taken? I was just I wasn't mm-hmm. gonna continue to wait, continue to wait and potentially cost us more money because you mm-hmm. just what. Didn't make the time to buy the three dollar light bulb to go into the. Oh, quit it now. Okay, you know that's that's just mine now. If there's some man thing that I'm missing, if there's some honor that I'm missing, I'm waiting and, on it. And, and and continuing to wait until we get two tickets 
for the light to be done. I don't know. I, please impart this wisdom on me why that should be what I should wait do. Wait till we get two tickets. Yes. I'm you know, not to drive the same way I drove last Thursday. To I'm just, I just, I'm just please saying. school me because I'm just I'm willing to learn, but just from what the information given in said mean situation, I don't see where there should be an issue. You know. Oh my goodness. So this is the one get out the way situation. Do her. Go for it. I, I mean, I personally don't care if you fix or like. It don't mean nothing to me. Like, look, I don't do no auto body work, and that don't shame me to say that. That's not something I learned to do. That's not something I cared to learn to do. I know how to change a tire. That's the only thing that you're really going to end up having to change by yourself sometimes and even then. Let's be honest here. We got insurance. We pay it every month. If you ain't using it for what it's for, shame on you. You better call them people and make them come out here and do their job because I know I do it all the time. I sit right here in my car and chill till they come put the thing on to they sell. That's what I pay them for. It's called insurance. That's why we have it. Then outside of that, like I said, if somebody else fixes it for her, Way to go. She's still coming home. I don't care about you fixing the tire or the back the back light, the front light. Thanks. That might be what he do. He might be a mechanic. Well, you know, all my mechanics was perverse. I had to go to a shop. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was, it, was, it was bad. But I still, in this situation specifically, no. I I still say no. There's nothing that can make me say yes to this. I'm sorry. Now let me. Okay. So let me let me here's here's let me let me throw the wrench. Here's the wrench. The issue is not. Okay. First of all, I said slide out. If he didn't if he didn't change it, shame on him. Period. Shame on him. The the problem I said, but I also on the post said, but I know most men are going to be upset when you do that. Um, because a lot of times when we see another man doing something, when we, you tell us to do something, if we don't do it right away or do it in the the time period that you think is appropriate, um, we would feel like it is a – some men would feel like it is a dishonor to go around me and have somebody else fix it. Again, I'm not saying it's right to feel that way, or excuse me, I'm not saying that you know that you shouldn't do it, but that's just how we are. Again, the truth of the matter is when you ask, when you said this is like the way, this is the way guys, most guys think. Most of the way mm. guys think is we rank, we rank things in our heads from most important to least important. And we do mm-hmm. the most important thing first. And so mm-hmm. uh, what probably happened in this scenario, if he doesn't do it, is either to your point he don't know how or he didn't think it was important to get it to at the moment that there were other things that needed to happen. So is he wrong for not changing it? Yeah, no doubt. And then once you got a ticket, it should have definitely moved up the list of priorities. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying, again, and if you got a ticket, he should have said, you know what, I was supposed to change that. I didn't, and you got a ticket. I got the ticket. That's what he should have done. But it doesn't mean, again, that his feelings are not, that he's not going to be mad because, again, in his mind, he's going to look at it as, I feel dishonored 
because she let a man, another man do something that I was supposed to do. Now, is his dishonor on him? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I'm not saying, I'm just saying on the post, my my whole thing was we've got to remember that in relationships it's always important to value the other, to honor the other person. Now, whether that honor is you saying, look, I got a ticket, somebody else going to have to do this. If you can't do it, I understand you busy, but something. It's like you know good and well the person who you're with, and you know what buttons is going to send them off. So you kind of have to, on both sides, protect the other person so that way you keep peace in your house. Is he wrong? Yes, he is wrong. Change the that blasted light. But, again, at the same time, we can't just look at it and say, okay, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to look at it from, okay, yeah, he's going he to get mad, period. But he wrong. He wrong. Okay, wait a minute. I, could, I, know, I, don't defend, I don't defend foolishness, but I'm just, my point is we got to look at it from the perspective of, again, is is from from both sides. But it's foolish. Changes I look at it from the perspective of looking at it like like back on the other side. It's like, huh? Go ahead, because I'm all confused and discombobulated. I get um, hold on. Because I was just going to say, you know, it's like, a lot is put into what what somebody should know how to do and what they don't. It's just like being mad at your girl because she don't know how to make banana pudding. Not all girls know how to make banana pudding. Just like all <laughs> dudes aren't going to know how oh, this is over. I mean, no, this is just over. like how all dudes aren't going to know how it's to over. fix everything. <laughs> now, was he wrong for not taking the light over? Yeah, he should have took the light to go get it fixed somewhere. Something like that. But like Winford alluded to, you know, it may not have been on the your face is turned up about this right now moment. Like, because when, when, when a guy sees the way his girl light up, he can kind of range when it's time to do this and when it's time to do that. And then, like, for the most part, you're thinking, well, she get off at 6 o'clock. She ain't really going to be out in the dark like that to use the light no way. So I can get to that this weekend. And then, whoop, you get a, uh, you know, because you're hanging out a little late. Knowing you don't got a light, which brings it back to what's really your fault, anyway. But Uh-oh. you know, hold on, y'all. Look, look. hold on, hey, can I, hold on. Can I say something? Hold on, can I cut y'all off real quick? No, I think this is over. I think it's over. Trump just won Ohio. Hey, 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 man. Hey, I think this is over. He won out seriously. Man, Him winning Ohio, seventy-eight percent in. Trump wins Ohio. I'm not listening uh, to you right now. She has to if she she has to win Florida. If she loses Florida, it's over. I don't know it. They call because he's at one six. He's at he's at one sixty seven. So at one sixty seven. Yeah, one sixty seven. They like they, go, they still got him at one. They got him at one one fifty over here. Yeah. And we're at 109. 106, yeah, yeah 167 109. to 109. So if he wins, Florida so think about it. He wins. is at 95% with Trump at 49.2% in in Florida. Florida is 95% in right now. Wow. Yeah, and he's still up two points. Yeah. 49. Is, you said he got what? 
He's one sixty seven. Oh, Florida forty nine point two percent with uh-uh. uh, ninety five percent in Florida. Thou shalt not call it until it is over. The fat lady has not sung. I refuse. It was over this morning when it was doomy and gloomy. And I something so big <laughs> and I said it. I was like, man, I wonder if it's doomy and gloomy all over the United States. I'm gonna need like, Doctor Strange and, to come around here and turn back to him. Did it look dark? And, like honestly, no. did it look dark and rainy where y'all at? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. See, doomy and gloomy everywhere. Oh my lord! I, I was about to say something. I must not focus on this here bull chattery. Um. Something it was something about uh the oh you know how you say um violence begets violence you know I would mm-hmm. in this situation say um disregard begat disregard if you disregarded her telling you that she needed it then I gotta disregard your feelings on it I got to I'm not what the, after, especially goes, after goes, I got goes, a ticket you proving my point though you just proved my point I mean. I, I wasn't going to get not, to a point. I'm really, just saying that it had really to start somewhere. Really not how it works. Yeah, but that's not really how it's supposed to work, though. You know what I mean? Like, you're not supposed to – again, I'm not saying that she's, supposed, she's not supposed to get her hair, hair light changed. I'm saying that in, in the grand scheme of things, if somebody disregards your feelings, in theory, you're not supposed to turn around and do the same. You know what I mean? Do, and disregard theirs. Again, I'm not – and I don't think that disregarding the feelings in this instance, like I said – says right around with a broken headlight. I think, again, it's, listen, I need to get this done. I've asked you to do it, so I need to go and get it because I can't get another ticket. And you do that, you, I, in my opinion, you're covered because, again, you've got to protect yourself because, it, it, A, it's dangerous, B, it's illegal, you know, and you've done what you, you've done your part. I'm saying do your part. If you've done your part, and, and then handle your business. Handle your business. I hope that our generation of young men coming up are being taught and we are teaching them while we are teaching them all the ways in which to be honored. We are teaching them in the ways to be honorable um, because there is a large group of men who wouldn't know the first thing about how to change a, tire, a, a, a tag light at this point or tire, or oil, or any of those things, but would be just, would, would call themselves justifiably mad at the fact that she would find someone to do it or be when offered that option, she would be willing to take up that offer. So, and, and I'm not taking anything away from the need to keep peace in your household and to know yeah. who you're dealing with and to do all of that. I'm not taking anything away from that. But there is still a lot to be... Um, desired by way of our young men coming up in ways of chivalry and the the things that we are to be waiting on (laughs) our men to do, but our our men may not know how to do those things or where to get the help to do them. There's men, yeah. Can I add to that? Can you what? And our old men. We got some old men. We got some old men Mm -hmm. who need that too. You saying young men. I got some, we got some old men who need that same that same that same mindset. Um, so it's, I I hundred percent agree. I think that again. I think that if that's something that as a well, well uh, that as a person, if you want to be honored, which is I think kind of where Takesha was going, if you want to be honored as a man, 
then you have to lead in that area as well. You have to be a servant that says or a man that serves that makes it easy for someone to honor you. Like you can't expect you can't expect a woman or another human being, even your own children, to honor you um, if you know if you constantly prove yourself to be a dishonorable person. Now they they should do it because again, like 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 I was saying before, that we shouldn't necessarily just continue to you know go tit for tat. But at the same time, it's very difficult as a human being to not say, you keep hitting me, I'm not just going to sit here and take you hitting me, for, as an example. Mm-hmm. I'm not just going to sit here and let you do this. And that's why I said, in, this, in the example of the hot topic, say something. Hey, listen, I've asked you to do this. You didn't do it. This is becoming dangerous. I need to do it. That person has shown that they're not going to honor your request, so you cover yourself and then go get your light changed. Because it's go get your light. And, and whoever said it earlier, wait until Friday was, I think somebody on the post said that she did good by waiting until Friday. I can't disagree with it. Yeah. I can't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I learned how to do it At myself. All. I wouldn't, I didn't even have to ask nobody. I, YouTube video, how to change yeah. the light on mm-hmm. this car. YouTube is ever and I did it. And see, then they got intimidated. Yeah. So you just think you're a man. Sir, please leave. <laughs> Just I go. just think I needed my tie, my tail light fix. That's what I thought, and I got it. And I'm not going to depend on That's you. Yeah. How about that? Because obviously <laughs> you are not dependable. Yep. All I needed was my light. Can't argue. Can't mm-hmm. argue with you. All right. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Interesting. But yeah, I don't you know. Um, you know, a word to the wise. You know what I'm saying? We grown. Uh. And I don't, we, you know, we got jobs and things, so it's hard to uh, monitor grown folks. But we shouldn't have to. We're not going to. Not like that. It's a privilege to be in the school. I'm just saying, don't get booted out because you're being juvenile. Seriously. Just just don't do it. Please don't waste nobody's time Amen. like that. Amen. Amen. All right, look, I got Look, amen. Look, mm-hmm. just say amen. Amen. So, um, oh, all right. Um, back to oh, we got a song first, huh? All right. So this is Stand Connect Man. When I want to, right back. Don't 
The pop don't lie and depend on me And this right here is lunch, bro My mama limpin' ain't got no whip And I'ma go cop one for her All these cases in this I had to whip my blow Yeah, I used to switch it But feel like I don't even know I always pay what I weigh What the fuck you mean that I owe you? So don't f*** with me and I won't f*** with you And it's all a fan got for you A lot of be on my mind He ain't know what I'm going through Recognizing what those assets really are. I think 
at the bare minimum, we don't recognize what assets are and how to go about acquiring them. And a lot of that is not, um, I think a lot of the skill sets that we, that we attain as a people um, in the past have been very limited. A lot of us did wear, a lot of our fathers, grandfathers, mamas, grandmothers, and so on and so forth did a lot of warehouse work and things like that where they were able to <clears throat> go in build a certain amount of 401k or retirement and retire from that position and then have a certain amount of um, asset or, you know, wealth built from that. In this particular generation that we have, we don't have those um, securities set up from the, from the gate. So we have to go through other ways of building that type of financial wealth. And we aren't always given that education from, from the gate. Our families aren't built in that. We don't know about Roth IRAs and, you know, the, the differences in 401Ks and how to have your own money set apart from your, from your job and things like that. Our, our, our finances are built in our, corp, our companies that we work for. And when we are in the, in, the, in the climate that we're in right now, as far as the economy is concerned, I don't think we're set up with the right tools. And we have to be willing to go and search, seek out those tools so that we can start to set our families up that way. Um, I think once we take responsibility for that, that can go a long, long way for us in building building wealth as families. I've learned that just in my in my knowing when, so that's why I can say I know that there's a lack of education in that for us. Very true. Very true. Too much for me. It's like um, the the original question. Like the um, difference between wealth and riches, you know, wealth, you can give it to your kids. You know what I'm saying? Like it's something that um, crosses a generation. Riches are fleeting. That's that's popular, uh, expensive stuff like Jimmy shoes or something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you really, that's a pair of shoes that's much like a car. When you drive it off the lot, it depreciates instantly. It has no accumulation of value um, over time. Picasso's, you know what I'm saying, those would be considered wealth in my eyes because the older they are, the longer they age, the more valuable they become type thing. Um, But how do you build them in relationships, though? You have, like I believe Winfred said earlier, you got to have set goals in that relationship um, where you two have... um, ideas that are common to build um, residual for me. It's residual income. I just need my money to make money so that I don't have to keep working for money. Um, And I'm tired of trading my time for a dollar at this point. So uh, I'm looking to change that dynamic. And, um, yeah, so I have to have somebody in my corner on my team in my life that, understands that and will help me to work towards that. So um, I, I don't know. A lot of people seem not to want to talk about that or some women feel like it's, oh, I don't want to get into that conversation. It might scam off. If it's going to scam off, I think that's helping you, not hurting you. Um, so you can get rid of that uh, access garbage. But, you know, the, the, you know, some people like to be, remain in those types of situations, it allows them to continue to be the victim. So, you know, you know, for me, the wealth thing is important. 
that's probably a conversation I had before, uh, do you know how to pay the bills? Because I already knew I knew how to do that. But um, it's more like, uh, what what do you plan on doing with the rest of your life? Like, what is your goal? You know what I'm saying? And when it came down to owning property, uh, creating residual income, uh, building businesses that would create that residual income and hiring employees, and we both on that same page. And it was like, oh, okay. So now how do we get there? And, and working that plan, I think that, that helped. I hope I answered your questions. Q? Mm, I answer first. Yeah, Q first. <laughs> the money mentors, folks. Money mentors? Um, how do you build wealth? Number one, get rid of debt. Number two, stop buying depreciating assets. Number three, buy life insurance. Number four, tax deferred or tax-free products. Number five, real estate. Number six, build a business and leverage other people's money, other people's time, other people's systems, other people's resources. So you build a business so that way and scale it to the place where you are now leveraging other people, meaning employees. Hmm. Nice. That's how you do it. I need well. you to post that on Facebook. Um, yeah, because I could not keep up with your seven point plan to build a will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I wasn't ready for I the list. I was not ready right. for the he, list. He just cranked that right on out. Um I got ninety nine cent. I got it. Um I can pay you that ninety nine cent for the seven point plan. But <laughs> it's posted. But yeah, it's it's that's really it's, that's really that's really what it takes. You build, and then and here's the other one. What I didn't say on that was you then you build community. So yeah. after you do that, you build community. Meaning that I say um, that there are other people who do what I I can't do. Um, what I can't, you know, or other people who are like minded, and I say. Let's let's build together. So I have a bank. Shakila has a um, hair, natural hair um, business, and Rashad has a music business. You know, he has a music uh, label, and uh, Takesha, you have um, a novelty. Kinky and Classy is novelty. It's called novelty uh, business. So we circulate our money again by saying, okay. Let's open these together. So you need, Shatila, you need products? Fine. I will lend you money at an int- at a really good interest rate. You need, you say, great, fine. I go out and I'm, I have to sell some of my products. But you know what? In the process of me trying to sell my products, I realize I really need some music. So Rashad, let me leverage some of your artists. Um, and Rashad says, hey, I'll pay you or I'll help you by giving you some of my artists to help sell your products. And every time somebody downloads or listens to this music, then Rashad gets paid. You know, I, can I put a link to this song in your, you know, on your ad? Sure. So now Rashad gets paid. Then Rashad says, as a process of what I'm going to do, I'm going to now have some of my artists um, sponsor, be sponsors for Takesha's products. And so Takesha says, oh, okay, fine. So she, 
you know, gives them product and they buy from Takesha because they saw it on Rashad's music video. And then Takesha says, you know what, I need a place to invest my money, so I'm going to come back to my bank. And so now the, we build a community where our money stays together. <clears throat> and we are constantly helping one another. Yes, and looking at the current electoral vote, I'm going to say we need that plan to begin. It should have been began, but we really don't need it. Um, we really, we really going to need to build our own community. Everybody be he ready. Uh, yes. Be, oh, Oh, is this going to be the purge? Um, to, your, you're so silly. To, the, to the point of the businesses, though, it, that that is something that I think we are in, in all of our entrepreneurial endeavors right now as a people, you know, where we're, we are killing the game as far as the stats are concerned for starting out, starting new businesses. You know, we're breaking away from the corporate chains and things of that nature, but I think that while we're also doing that, there is a um, there is a need to build our businesses the right way, and to do that, we uh-huh. have to break out of a lot of the stigma that we have been told as far as our money mm-hmm. is concerned. Um, because mm-hmm. we're not, we have to make sure that our paperwork is in order, that we are actually knowing that we're making a profit, if we're making losses, where our money is going, because it says one thing, it's, it's, and I learned this about my own business this year, it says a lot to say that you are a business owner, but it's one thing mm-hmm. to really take ownership of your business, know your numbers, know mm-hmm. your industry, know your target, know the background yeah. that's really going to allow you to sustain your business. It's one thing if you've got an awesome product that you want people, that people want and people are buying and, you know, but if you're barely making your, your, your overhead, if you're barely making that product, it does not matter how amazing it is and how much people like it, they're going to love it. But if they don't know what it takes to make it, if, you know what I mean, or if you're not making it so that you're taking care of on the back end, you're, then you just traded your corporate wheel for an even more stressful wheel because now it's all on you. So, we, you, you know, mm-hmm. we have to step out of that, I just want to run it, because so many of us want to be, that's so, that's so much of what our people are. We're leaders naturally. So, so many of us want to just run something. We want to own it. We want to say it's ours. We want to no longer take, you know, take, to take orders from someone and all this, but not all of us are equipped with those skills out of the, out of the gate. Not all of us are really are really, really set up for that. So we have to be realistic with ourselves and know that when we're lacking, go and fill the need because it doesn't do us any good as a people for us to get out there and make all this noise and then we're sitting there and all we are is noise. So that I think My to really is. build long-term wealth, we've got to know what we're doing, really, really take the time to learn what it is that we're doing. Yeah, we have to. I think I think we've got I to agree. stop. We've got to start Yeah, I agree. I wholeheartedly help. agree. Even so much more, more than, you know, I'm going to take another step uh, to Keisha than just asking for help. We got to be honest and say, um, I am good at creating Ooh. said product. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, this is what I'm good at. Like, I know good and well, you know, and I can use us for an exa- as an example. I, am, I might be good at finance, but I know if I need you know, if I need certain things, I know Rashad has a skill, and I'm going to go and like, hey, Kevin, what do you think about such and such? Or I need you to handle this part because I can't do that. 
you know, I know, you know, based on the conversations or the thing that we've been doing the last couple of days, I know if I need something planned real quick, I'm going to hey, Keisha, this, this right, this is what I need. Can you do such and such? And, if, and, and she going to get on it. You know what I mean? So I think <laughs> we, have to, we have to be honest. But the problem, here's the, here's the problem. If we all said, <laughs> if we all said instead of working together, you know what, I'm just going to do my own thing because I want to be the boss. And everybody has so much ego that they want to be the boss when the reality is, again, there are some really good people who there could be some really dynamic organizations if people would just say, you know what, I'm not a CEO. I'm a vice president, and I'm okay with that. I can make a whole lot of money and be a whole lot less stressful if I was just the, you know, VP of operations for this company because – she or he is much better at being the CEO than I am. So let me just do my part. And then they, as the CEO, have to say, I got to get out of their way and let them do what they're good at. Mm-hmm. And so that's where, that you know, delegation how we build. of duties we, is real. Yeah, yeah. And, then we, and then we build. But everybody want a big shot. And everybody want their name on the door. So it's very difficult. Oh, you remember, I think I quoted it once. I said, um, kingdoms are built in solitude by individuals, but empires mm-hmm. are built with connections. Because, um, yeah, I get it. The kingdom, you rule on your own. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, Randy. Right. Right. my TV. I shouldn't have. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, oh, a king? It's Florida back here. Yeah. I know we waiting on Florida. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Breathe. 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 Oh, my God. Breathe. Breathe. If he wins, it's okay. Breathe. Breathe. It's going to be okay. I mean, like, I think I'm, I'm tickled because I'm really not, you know, like. Uh, I know, really nobody's surprised. Many. I was just hoping for the I best. I mean, like, for real, man. Y'all, oh, you gotta know, man. Okay, we the so, popular people if we can, no ball. This really sucks. Okay, so the kingdom part. Yes, yes, the kingdom. We got to, yeah, uh, we got to work more on the empire building and be more willing to accept, recognize, and use our strengths instead of making it seem. But you have to think about our people. We've had so many people telling us what to do all of our lives from one thing to the next. So we have to learn how to get out of that mindset and understand that we are so much more powerful when we work together than we are when it's a bunch of chiefs and no Indians. Because despite it all, everybody has wonderful ideas and are good at some level of what it takes to execute it. And if we could just push each other on the level that you work great at and accept that everybody's mm-hmm. not good at everything, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and and, and right. work that angle, we'll be a lot more successful. Um, but right. we are so big-headed and, and in need of something to be in charge in. Um, by the way, I think you should be in charge of your own self-care. I guess we'll get there in a moment. Do that, okay? Because trying to run a business that you don't have business savvy costs you a lot of money, and it disheartens the community because they start to see um, every time a black business open up on this corner, they get closed down. You know what I'm saying? So 
then they don't have the the faith um, in the black business structure because all they see is a bunch of people who, okay, well, I came into this little bit of money, I'm going to try it, without a plan, without a purpose, without the structure, and without the help. So stop making mm-hmm. yourself look bad by trying to do things you know you're not capable of doing. Be willing to go to the class. If you want to run a business, take the small business class. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it won't mm-hmm. kill you, and most of the time it is very very reasonably priced. If you live in a college town, they give them, you can find them for free. You know what I'm saying? Real easy, mm-hmm. for free. Trust me, the teachers love to do it because they had businesses that they thought of, but they knew better. They were like, no, I'm good at teaching, you know what I'm saying? But I could teach you how to run it, you know? Um, and so we definitely got to get out of that mindset. We've been trained, oh, if you ain't never had a successful marriage, you can't help me with mine. Well, guess what? That's not always true. Just like if a person right. had a successful business, they may have worked it from the inside out. You know what I mean? They might have seen so many unsuccessful marriages that they saw something just like yours and was like, you know what, I'm trying to save you, but if you don't want this branch, you know, you can drown on your own. I'm cool. Uh, so, yeah, right. we have to change the way we think about things to, to move forward. I'm sorry. That tangent came back around. Go ahead. Yeah, just, I agree. Just I agree. Yeah. I agree, Q. Because of you about to say something. Were you about to say? I'm sorry. Uh, no, I don't believe so. Oh, you saying that? I'm, I'm not surprised. Something. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised by the turnout of the votes and stuff. It's just like, you oh, know, okay. That's that's what I was talking about. Um, but it's not shocking. We know where we are. Yeah. Now do something about it. Shout out mm-hmm. to people that voted, though. <laughs> All right, we got three minutes left. Let's go ahead and show. Actually, we got a minute. Uh, we got two minutes left. Let's go ahead and uh, say our final final thoughts. Let's go. Cuzzle, you first. Oh, keep it pet. Well, yeah, keep it real crazy tomorrow. <laughs> show your right. whole tale. Spots, dots, and stripes. Oh, gosh. There's going to be a lot of fire tomorrow. I can guarantee you that. I mean, uh, uh, Keisha. Um, Yeah. If you haven't um, noticed the wonderful self-care, we are on day eight. Um, You can definitely look at the Champion Your Scars page. It is not just Champion Your Scars. It's Champion Your Scars page. Um, and we'll search that on Facebook. And um, we have, I'm on day eight of self-care and just giving, you know, little self-care nuggets. Yeah, mm-hmm. which we all are going to need, all of those nuggets on tomorrow. So you might want to just read all of them. All of them, all of them, and practice uh-huh. all of them at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I just think going forward, especially after tonight's events, regardless of how they turn out, it is going to be the time to open up and start to have good dialogue with one another and breathe, like breathe. Do not allow this particular situation to have you all outside yourself, like breathe. Self-care is important. I agree 2,000% with that, 2,000%. Let me just say thank you again. (laughs) Yeah, thank you to everybody. Appreciate you all for listening. Don't forget that tomorrow is the word on Wednesday, um, and we will definitely be back next week. Thank you all for listening. Q, Rashawn, 
Uh, Keisha, thank you. Have a great show. We'll be back. Have a good night and a good rest of your week. He's up 190 to 171.